Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. I'd like to welcome Alex Martucci, CEO and founder of Curlad, to the Sports Marketing Huddle. So Alex, the first question I wanted to ask is regarding the evolution of communication with advertising and social media. What are your thoughts on this? Well, good morning, everyone, first of all. Uh, well, thank you for the question. Uh, in my personal point of view, the evolution of social media started from the one-way communication developed via the social media two-way of conversation. And uh, something that is going to happen, thanks to the Internet of Things, is about the around conversation. So all the communication are going to be built around uh, you, that you'll be the starring of the next communication. So... What are you seeing? Because just to give our give everyone a little bit of uh, context, your agency is based in in Italy. You do right. you do marketing and advertising, especially on the social, the athlete, influencer side for a lot of different sports and brands in Europe. You also do some stuff here in the states. I know because you and I have spoken before. Um, is there a, is there a difference in what you're seeing and what you're doing in in Italy and in Europe versus the United States, or or is it very much similar? from that perspective, from the communication side? Well, Brian, I got to say, it's literally different the way that we can use athletes instead of the United States. Mm. In Europe, we are developing concepts around athletes, uh, but we are not really executing them because it's way more easy to bring the athlete than is just the athlete by itself. Uh, we are not really working hard uh, on creating context around the athlete and let him uh, not only expand himself on a communication on a communication wise, but also on uh, let himself known to the people and to the audience in a different way. So uh, use the figure in a different way into the communication and advertising as well. Well, what are you seeing as the most successful ways to leverage athletes, whether it's through influencer or sponsorship or partnerships? What are what are the most successful ways that you're utilizing athletes um, to partner with brands? Something that I realized that is really easy to figure out, uh, thanks to, to the sportsmanship, is the fact that athletes really did something in, uh, in real life. They, they are champions or they are just part of the game, but they are the star inside of what they are doing. And what is happening right now is the fact that if you are giving them, at least in Europe, a sponsorship, is just putting his face on and is not developing something or a project around him and around his uh, skills. And this is something that I would like to work better on it. And uh, because I think sponsorship in this case and for athletes especially could work really, really way better uh, if we can work with them in a different perspective. So, Alex, what are some tips for conveying a message in storytelling regardless of platforms? We have both brands and teams that are listening to this podcast. So I'm trying to find applicable ways that people, regardless of what they're working on, that they can delve from your knowledge that can help them tell their story better. We 
we actually helped to develop uh, a brand new way of communication between Monster and Lewis Hamilton. Uh, they just signed a, a brand new agreement uh, and you will see something uh, that is going to happen. Um, the, the main tips, uh, in my personal point of view, is let enter the audience inside of the life of the athletes and uh, figured out that all the stuff that the, um, the sportsman is using is part of his life. It's not just because he has to shoot the, the campaign, uh, so is uh, wearing that kind of um, shirt or is uh, drinking that kind of energy drink or whatever. Mm. Uh, but it's just part of the environment. If you are making them more natural, uh, this is just, it, it's already a first step around uh, the around communication because uh, you are letting people understand that is not just a fake advertising, it's part of the real life. So you're saying, for example, like if you see, if, if you know that there's an athlete that actually drives and likes Fiat, it would be really smart for Fiat to then sponsor that athlete, not because they're paying them to drive a Fiat, but because they actually liked it anyway, and now they're creating a partnership to help amplify that. That's what you're saying. Like find out what, what did the yeah. athlete really do? What do they really care about? And find a way to attach your brand instead of trying to find an athlete you want to attach your brand to. Find the ones that actually like you. Like find an athlete. If you're a bank, find an athlete that actually does business with you instead of like just being in your campaign. Correct. This is exactly uh, what I was saying, and this is exactly the reason why I want to work harder to find out this. You, of course, have to start from a different point of view, because your research of the talent is going to start in another part, because it's going to start uh, from, from the real knowledge uh, of this guy, instead of starting from uh, the brand side. But is going to be way more effective in the future, this kind, of, um, this kind of communication and this kind of placement, if you want to call it like this, because it's something that he really likes. It's part of his life. Right. My, my last question here, you know, jumping on off of that, is how, how can brands or sponsors or agencies do this? Because it's challenging, right, where, you, where the, the way of thinking, and I totally understand it, is, hey, we want this athlete. We want Tom Brady to talk about our product. Right. But it's harder to find out, like, hey, what athletes actually use our product? Is, is there a way, like, how are you figuring that out? And, or how can brands or agencies figure that out so that they can find that natural fit from the, from the, you know, uh, the honest front end instead of trying to force an advertisement? In my personal point of view, there are two ways that you can do it. The first one is a better communication between uh, the different business unit of the company. Because if you are a brand, uh, you do have at least 25 or 27 business units inside. Uh, and usually they are not talking to each other. But it's way more easy for you knowing that Tom Brady is your customer because you are working on uh, the privacy policy inside of your company instead of the marketing. Mm. Maybe you can figure out in a second time, but it's way more easy if you are doing a, a research internally and find out which is the talent that is already inside of your company. Mm. And that could be a first step. The other one uh, is our job. It could be our job, start to working better uh, on on talents, on sportsmen, on the athletes that we are already working on, to understand if it is possible to make the placement 
real based on the knowledge that we do have thanks to those people. Mm. So it's basically, it's the, the really difficult stuff is skipping the management side because usually they are putting a barrier between you and the athletes by the end. But if you can skip this or you can create a, a real engagement with the management, um, I'm really sure that we can work in a different way to reach the same thing. I lied. I have one more question, actually, because you brought something else sure. up that's interesting to me. I was thinking about while you were talking, which is I totally get it. And it is difficult, but it is completely possible to find out, oh, yeah, this athlete drives drives a car. Look at them on social. What are they actually doing and approach them from that angle? Is there anything wrong with f- saying, hey, you know what? Tom Brady or whoever, I'd love to, you know, we're XYZ car company and we'd want to sponsor you. We're going to do a commercial. But as part of it, you're only going to drive our cars. Is, is that, is there still honesty in that because they're actually using the product or it, it doesn't make any difference to the end consumer who's seeing that as long as their person or the athletes actually using it, or does it have more value where they were using it before they were a sponsor? If the if the talent it was using before, it has definitely way more value, mm. and that's uh, the the real advantage that we can create uh, uh, a, an additional value for us as well, because we can hit a specific target that nobody did since now, or maybe it's just occasionally, and uh, and getting this advantage, the advantage of something that is natural. Well, awesome, Alex. We really appreciate you coming on the Sports Marketing Huddle and sharing some thoughts with us. Thank you. Thank you to you guys. All right, man. Next time you're over here in the States, you'll have to let me know. And I want to get out to Italy to ride to ride my bike. So next, as soon as I oh, can yeah. get out there, we got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> we got to do it. <laughs> <laughs>